No partner for the summer yet. Don't worry. You still have time, and after all, today is Johannos, the Finnish magical night of midsummer. All you need to do, I'll tell you exactly what to do, is to gather seven different wildflowers, put them under your pillow, gallop over seven fences, roll in the meadow under the midnight sun, look into a well, and reverse into a log pile after sauna. And you will know your future beau and who it is. Oh, and of course, you need to do everything absolutely stark naked. My name is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and host of this open and honest, explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Thank you for joining me today. I'd like to send a special thank you and a warm welcome to Canada. I received a beautiful message from Canada and it said, I love your podcast. Keep up the wonderful episodes. I know you mention a lot where people come from and I am from Canada. So here's to you in Canada. And I will keep my episodes coming. These kind of messages are so important to me. They keep me going. And also the Canadian listener asked how to self-pleasure in a tantric way, which is an absolutely great question. Thank you. And if you too are intrigued, I'd invite you to download my e-booklet called Pleasure is Your Birthright, Seven Holistic Sex Tools, which can be applied to self-pleasure as well. The link, as always, is in my show notes. And if you really want to get into it, I have opened a waiting list for the 14-day pleasure quest, where I'm sending you one audio a day to guide you into a tantric practice. How about that? I would always recommend, and I have in these episodes, having a regular self-pleasure practice, even if you're not single. I mean, even, yeah, even if you're not single, even if you are in a relationship, both please have a self-pleasure practice because that way you know what you like and you also, you know, what turns you on, but also you can also uh, have that kind of private space where you can develop and and have, you know, that freedom of doing whatever you like and uh, you don't need to outsource your pleasure to a partner. In Tantra, we always say that pleasure is yours and yours only and it comes from within. Remember that inner technology I talked about in the first episode? I mean, after all, how would your partner know what you like? Because of your self-pleasure practice, you can teach them and you can then explore more together. Have an adventure together like a like a dance of pleasure, if you like. As I said in the last episode, orgasm is not the end goal in tantric sex. It's very liberating if you think about it. No more pressure. And it's more about connection and intimacy. You know, even when you're on your own, it's like having an intimate relationship with your breasts, with your testicles, with your anus, with your pussy, with your penis. And it's about moving that sexual energy to other parts of your body from your genitals or to another body, if you like, if it's a partner play, or even to whatever you'd like to manifest in your life. For instance, that summer partner. We Finns seem to have a quite a natural uh, relationship with our bodies, at least traditionally before the horrid body image pressures 
we're fed to us by social media and and media at large, including porn. I read something quite horrible recently, and um, and I ask you, would you know what is the most lucrative and most popular plastic surgery today globally? It's quite shocking. It's actually labia surgery, so vulva. So. More worryingly, increasingly younger women are made to believe, even teenagers, that they're not normal down there because of the photoshopped porn pussies don't look the same as as theirs, or that their sex life would be so much better if they had that horrible surgery. That is total BS and so wrong on so many levels. Unethical advertising for the benefit of whom? I mean, who is benefactor here? If sex is not good, it's not about female anatomy. That could be so-called corrected by surgery. Pussy is a network of erogenous engorging tissues. It's not about anatomy at all. Whereas penis on bodies can be ready for sex in a couple of minutes or even less, it takes about 20 minutes on average before the female network is swollen enough to really be ready for any kind of penetration, be it a finger, a dildo or vibrator, or my favorite jade egg or crystal egg, or indeed a cock. Before then, it can be painful, it can be stressful, it can be numbing and downright trauma-inducing. And here's a great tantric tip for anyone. Ask the pussy. She will always know and will give you a strong yes if she's ready to proceed. And remember, maybe is always a no. There's no coaxing. There's no manipulation. Pussy will tell you whether she's ready or not. You can always tune back to episode five if you need a reminder about female arousal in general. To be honest, I don't know any man who'd believe that a pussy they are presented with at any given moment would need to be altered by a knife. I mean, do you? If you are a heterosexual man, I bet you just feel lucky or extremely happy in heaven when there is a vulva, engorged vulva in front of you. (laughs) Am I right or am I right? And that's good. That's really beautiful. And I would say the same-sex partners would agree. They'd say, ditto. Pussy deserves worshipping. She needs and deserves and is so much worthy of admiration the way she is and to be loved the way she is. No mutilation of any kind. Full stop. We are also different down there and there's so much beauty in that diversity. And there's nothing wrong with how you look down there. If you do want to have a different relationship with your pussy that makes you feel amazing and uh, and really, really at ease with your sexuality, please contact me for private coaching. And this applies to penis-owned folks too. It can be just as difficult to accept your bit and bobs because of the pressure and the way porn and I suppose the, the, the culture also makes 
puts pressure on men to be competitive about size and so on, or if there is any issues in terms of erection or in terms of uh, premature ejaculation, because Tantra is really so much more than ejaculation and orgasm, as I hope you've already understood, and maybe even practicing. So I'm accepting private clients to work online, and yet no nudity involved, don't worry. And uh, I've explained more about what the Tantra coaching would uh, be like in episode 15. So listen to that if you're serious about being exploring Tantra coaching with me. So on a personal note, I'm a full-time traveler or a digital nomad. And at the moment, I'm so happy and pleased to say that I'm in my native Finland. That's why, you know, I've been referring to Finnish folk tales and whatnots. Because I'm celebrating here the old Finnish tradition called Juhannus, which is today the Midsummer's Party. I suppose it stems from the summer solstice, which was a couple of days ago. But it, for me, it involves wild water swimming, overeating, sometimes over drinking, being Finns, naked saunas, and spending time with family and friends, and maybe doing some midsummer magic. These old pagan rituals seem to have involved a lot of nakedness, which I'm really intrigued by, obviously. I mean, as Finns with a with a sauna culture, we are quite okay with nakedness. We grew up seeing different same-sex naked bodies in saunas of public swimming pools and are used to having family saunas at home on a regular basis every week. Sauna is not considered a sexual thing in Finland and it's more spiritual, I'd say, actually. It's a place of relaxation, letting go purification of mind, body, soul, and having deep philosophical talks or pouring out your heart to the others who tend to just nod and hold space in a very instinctive way. No need to fix anything, just letting go. The sauna is one of the things I always constantly miss on my travels. And I even got one built in my one of my English homes years ago. As I said in the beginning, all the old Finnish Johannes traditions and spells involved nakedness, all aiming to see your future partner, either in the reflection of the well or the lake or in your dreams or <laughs> even in a log that is used to heat up the sauna. So basically, if you reverse bum first, naked bum first into a log pile, and the first log that you touch is only half a log, so it's been split, it means that your future lover is going to be either married or a widower. But if the log is full, you know, like it's a it's a whole round log, then, you know, they, they are single and bachelors or, or spinsters. So there you go. So we 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 laugh about you know we laugh at these old wives tales and uh, but i think they're quite sweet i'm just imagining people prancing around flower meadows naked dreaming of their future partners i bet though that more often than not they might have actually met someone equally naked in the meadow whilst doing that unlucky if that person was already married <laughs> so anyway so I'm, as I said before, I'm creating this pleasure quest where I'm building, um, where I'm guide, you know, kind of building your tantric expertise, your skill set, and guiding you through 14 audios to use the tantric sex tools for self pleasure and then with a partner. So the waiting list is already open, and I'm giving everyone who joins the waiting list a discount. 
I'm also planning to share um, one of the most ancient and proven sex magic practices. And yeah, it doesn't uh, it doesn't involve you gallivanting naked anywhere. Don't worry. Um, that you could use for manifesting your next lover for the summer or a long term partner. So, or even several, paid for the summer or for life. Your choice is always what your intention and desire is. Or it could be something else you desire. I will put the link for the uh, waiting list on the show notes. So using your sexual energy for manifesting is a, is a very old, thousands and thousands of years old uh, tantric practice that anyone can learn. In modern times, we understand very little about what potential sex and sexual energy offers us, be it solo or partner play. I must say, personally, it's easier to practice uh, sex magic on your own unless both partners have practiced sufficiently all the holistic sex tools and are more conscious and aware how to not kind of give in into the hormones and the uh, emotions. But again, it's not the outcome that really, really matters. It's the journey. And out of all journeys there are in life, I'd say this is the most fun. So, sex magic. Go to the show notes and find out if, um, if you want to join me for the pleasure quest. I'd love to teach it to you. And also, I would love to talk with you more about sauna, family, midsummer celebrations, and of course, some magic awaits. My name is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this open and honest, explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Please share with others that might actually benefit from this. And thank you for joining me today. And I do wish you a truly magical midsummer. Bye for now.